When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But, Miss Rose, this is impossible. This is a maximum security prison. We haven't had an escape in years. Well, you have one now, Warden. Tom Nixon. How can you be sure? I saw him in New York City two days ago. Did you know him well? Not enough. He was my mother's star boarder for years. Why, I sat opposite him at the dinner table from the time I was a girl of 15 until he murdered her. And now somehow he's escaped from here and he's after me. Rhodes, it's impossible, I say. Warden Gray, ten years ago, when Mother was found murdered, I knew it couldn't have been anyone but Tom. I testified against him. I was the chief... Practically the only witness of the trial. And when they sentenced him here for life, he swore to kill me. He swore in the open court to get even with me. For ten years, I've lived in deadly fear of him. And now he's free. Where exactly did you see the prisoner, Miss Rhodes? That's just the point. That's why I know he's after me. I saw him in the building where I live. Well, I am... I don't see how... He has a job there, running the elevator at night. I live all alone in a small three-room penthouse on the 18th floor of an office building. The other night, about a week ago, I came home alone from the movie, after midnight. I was already in the elevator before I noticed there was a new nightman. It was Tom. His hair had turned white and there was a stoop to his shoulders, but everything about him, the crook of his head... His high, thin nose, the hollow cheekbones were all the same. And then he turned and stared at me. I could see those deadly, pale, cold eyes. Those heavy eyebrows. That familiar, quiet, sarcastic mouth. What's wrong, Miss? Oh, 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 Michael. Uh, yes, the, the penthouse, please. The penthouse? Where is that? On the roof? Yes, on the roof, please. 18th floor. Okay. It's like being in a cave with a wild beast. Just watching it. Hearing that me furtively as the elevator moves upward with agonizing thoughts. I shrank back to hide my face. The light in the car was dim. My only hope was that he didn't recognize me. Here's your floor, miss. Thank you. Good night. Good night. 
That's the end of No, no. I got pass keys to all the doors. It's no trouble. Uh, no, thanks, but I... Uh, no. Go in. I'm here. I'll have it here. Good night. In just a moment, we will return for the second act of... show business is the business of entertainment, the farmers are far from dull folk. Now, this is a matter you'll have fun verifying each Sunday night when the Mitch Miller Show brings sparkling show business chatter your way over these CBS radio stations. So give Mitch Miller and his guests a listen and prove it to yourself. Now, an average attendance at one of Mr. M's soirees might include a Broadway actress chatting about her craft with a comedian. Around on the other side of the round table, you might hear a singer try out a few songs for size and a film director or producer also in attendance. But no matter who's on hand for this happy open house, no matter what stars of the entertainment world are bandying the banter about, you can be sure a good time will be had by all, yourself included. So Sunday night, get better acquainted with your favorite limelight personalities on The Mitch Miller Show. That was the first time you saw him? Yes, Warden. And that was all he did? Or said? Yes, but it wasn't so much what he said. as the awful feeling that he was only playing with me. Torturing me until he was ready to kill me. Warden Graves, I don't even have a telephone. I've always been afraid to be listed in the phone book. And the only way up to that penthouse is by that one elevator. I was trapped up there at his mercy. What did you do? Spent the night crouched against the wall with a flat iron in my hand, waiting for that key to click in my lock. But uh, it didn't? No. No, it didn't. The next day, I began to wonder if I wasn't imagining the whole thing. Then that night... Recognize you then? Recognize me? Warden Graves, I haven't changed. Perhaps I've grown a little thinner, but don't you see? He'd come there only to trap me. He'd taken that particular job, plotted, schemed. It, it was only a question of when. When he was going to do it. When the axe was going to fall. He kept grinning at me as I stepped out of the elevator. And then just as I was going to bed... <sighs> Yeah. 
you talking about? There's my butler. I better answer. In a moment, we will return for the third act of The Suspense. Ever notice the way Pepsi-Cola has of disappearing fast? It's easy to understand when you remember how every ice-cold ounce of Pepsi tingles with a taste that everybody in the family enjoys. And then, too, there's no time limit on Pepsi. Day or night, with meals or by itself, work days or weekends, for parties or all by yourself. Ah, but the thing that really makes Pepsi go fast is its light touch. Pepsi always refreshes lightly, without filling. So a Pepsi just never tastes like too much. To make sure your supply of Pepsi meets the demand, always buy an extra carton or two. You can't run a household without it. myself in again that night, and next morning I got down to the public phone and put through the call to you. But it wasn't any use. Uh, this was the day I was out of town? Yes, but I still don't see why they couldn't have told me. After all, I was giving them information. Well, it's one of our strictest regulations that Arthur were part of his state penitentiary never to discuss any of our prisoners over the telephone. That's what they said. So... You came all the way out here in person. Yes. Now, you want me to send someone to apprehend this man? I want you to bring him back. That's all. Back where he belongs. Miss Rhodes, I can't bring Tom Nixon back. He's here. Oh, no. No, Warden Grace, please. I've seen him with my own eyes. I've talked to him face to face. Maybe there's someone here calling himself Tom Nixon. But he's escaped. He's free. I know it. Will you just uh, step this way with me, Miss Rhodes? No, no, I, I don't want to see. I don't want to see his cell or, or talk about him. Tom Nixon is dead, Miss Rhodes. He's buried in the prison cemetery. I'd like for you to see his grave. is a photograph taken of him just a week before he died. He wasted away quite a bit. He was in the infirmary all last year. Came very recently to toward the end. Spent a good deal of his time praying. Praying? Yeah. The whole fight seemed to go out of him as soon as he knew that he was seriously ill. Now, uh, you'd say this is his picture? Wouldn't you, Miss Rhodes? Oh, boy. Uh, these uh, little personal belongings. Ordinarily, we turn these over to the family, but the Tom's case, well, we couldn't trace the family. 
Now, you would recognize these as his? Yes, I... I don't know them all, but that gold watch. He used to wear it every Sunday. His mother's... Hmm. He, uh, wrote a couple of notes before he died. To a fellow prisoner and to the prison chaplain. Yes. You recognize his handwriting? Yes. This seems to be Tom. <clears throat> well, Miss Rhodes, you feel a little better about your elevator operator now? You must think me a fool. An awful fool. No, not at all. But the likeness was so extraordinary. It was almost like seeing a ghost. Oh, <laughs> oh, come on, Miss Rose. Now that you've gotten all this off your chest, isn't it perfectly obvious? That poor nightman's done nothing or said nothing to you at all out of the ordinary. It's only that, uh, well, you seem to be the victim of some kind of a guilt complex. <laughs> guilt complex? Well, I'm not guilty of anything. No, well, what I mean is that Tom has been on your mind now for ten years. You testified against him. He threatened you. And gradually, you came to see him everywhere. No. No, only this once. Only these last few nights. All right. But now you know the truth. That should clear your fears forever. Tom's dead and buried. Go back and take a look at this nightman again. Now that you know Tom's dead, I'll lay odds the whole resemblance will vanish. I hope so. My advice to you, Miss Road, would be to go straight home. Use that elevator as much as possible. Get acquainted with this man. For your own sake, try to get the better of these hallucinations. That's all they are. Just hallucinations. In a moment, we continue with the concluding act of suspense. Hi. Maybe you'll recall this tuneful reminder of times past. natural way to keep the regularity. The whole brand content of Kellogg's All Brand supplies your system with all the bulk-forming food that you need every day. There's only one All Brand. It's Kellogg's All Brand. So relieve irregularity from lack of bulk as missing to with a bowl full of Kellogg's All Brand each morning. A-double-L hyphen B-R-A-N. It's Kellogg's All Brand. Help me with these bags, please. Okay. At all, miss? Yes, thank you. 
Oh, uh, you saw your child? No, thank you, miss. I'm going to take tips. No, that's all right. I'd like you to have it. I'm sure the superintendent doesn't mind. The superintendent hasn't anything to do with it. No. Well, aren't we going to start? Yeah. All right. Been out of town? Why, why, yes, I have. Yeah, I haven't seen you for a couple of nights. I was in the country uh, visiting with a friend. Oh. It's it's beautiful weather out in the country this time of year. I wouldn't know. Well, uh, oh, my floor already. No, it's not. Then why are we stopping? The elevator's stuck. Power's cut off. Cut off? Uh Uh-huh. But how could that happen? It never happened before as long as I've lived here. Well, sooner or later, I guess it had to happen. Well, isn't there some way we can can get it back on? Some buzzer for the cellar or something? If the power's off, the buzzer isn't working. It's a wonder the lights are still on. The lights? Yeah. They'll probably go out in a minute, though, and then it'll be black in here. Black as the grave. Oh. Let's get out of here. Open the door. Can't. She won't budge. But you haven't even tried. I don't have to try. We're stuck between floors. The door's flush with solid wall. Solid wall? Yeah. Kind of like being bricked up. In a cell. But there must be some way out of here. Some... Isn't there a, a little door in the roof? Something you can pry open? Something you can climb up out of and into the shaft? Don't see any. But what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Wait. Wait. Wait until somebody comes along downstairs and finds the elevator stuck and then rings up the supernatural. But that might be ours. Might be. No! Wasting your breath. Everybody's left the building. I know because they're all signed out. Nobody's down in the basement. And there won't be any passengers right ringing for an elevator this time of night. You seem awfully sure about all that. Jumpy, ain't you? No. No, I, I suppose really there's nothing to be afraid of. Sooner or later, they'll come. Oh, sure. Sooner or later. It's just that. Being stuck up here between me. You're not. You're not jumping on account of me. You? I know. No, 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 of course not. But you were kind of jumpy the other night with me, weren't you? Other night? When I brought the laundry into your apartment unexpectedly. Oh, that? That was a mistake. A mistake? I just thought you were someone else, a friend of mine. Someone I've always been afraid of. Oh. But now I've learned it couldn't be you because this friend's dead. Dead and buried. Dead and buried? Yes. What was his name? Maybe I, um... Maybe I know him. Oh. The lights went out. I knew they'd go sooner or later. 
I know they can't be. I can't stay here alone in the dark with you. Oh, so you are jumpy with me. No, no. I thought you said this guy was dead and buried. He is. He is. I thought he What are you screaming? What are you screaming like that? It's so dark in here. So close and creepy and, and... What do you do to this friend that makes you so jumpy? Do? Do to him? For nothing. I didn't do a thing. No. It was he. He threatened me. He was a murderer. He killed my mother in cold blood ten years ago. He was our boarder for ten years. And one afternoon... Don't move! Don't move! I'm not moving. Go on. One afternoon, I I came home and there was Mother lying on the floor with her throat. No! No, where are you? I can't see! Go on. No. No, I can't stand it! I can't stand it! Tom! It's you, Tom, isn't it? I thought you said your friend was dead and buried. Stop it! Stop torturing me! Tell me the truth. You escaped, didn't you? You didn't die. And it was someone else, someone else's grave. Just as I thought you escaped and found me here. Answer me! John, where are you? I can't see you! No! No! No, John! John, no! I didn't mean this. I didn't. I didn't mean to send you there. It was only because I loved you, Tom. I loved you for years and hated mother. And I hated you for loving her. It was only to get revenge on you both that I killed her and framed you. Oh, Tom, mother was so cruel to me. She treated me like a slave. And all the time, robbing you on my face. If you had spoken one kind word to me, Tom, as a child. One word to let me know you loved me. You're going to kill me. Aren't you, Tom? No! No, Tommy, I want to die! I don't want to die! Going down? There's a passenger ringing in the lobby. Then. You're not dumb? No, miss. You're. You're not going to kill me? Not me. <laughs> it was. It was all just a. Just a crazy hallucination, like. Like the warden said. Just because the power went off and, and you look so much like, like John Nixon. Oh, forgive me. Please forgive me for being so absurd. There's nothing to forgive. And you'll forget about those silly things I said, won't you? I didn't mean them. It, it was just because I was beside myself. What silly things, ma'am? Oh, those silly things about, about my mother and John. Here, here, this is for you. No, no. I insist this time. I insist. I'm sorry. 
But I'm afraid I... I never accept tips. Oh, but see... Particularly from a dame who framed my... twin brother. Good evening, Warden. Good evening, Lieutenant Nixon. She's confessed. Yes, I thought she would, Lieutenant. No. <laughs> no! Written for Suspense by Lucille Fletcher. In a moment, the names of our players and a word about next week's story of Suspense. How would you like to make a new friend? For students and teachers in Japan, young people in their 20s, in the new nations of Africa and Southeast Asia, and adults all over the free world want to make friends with you. They want to know how you live, what kind of food you eat, what kind of work you do, what you read what you do for entertainment. In other words, they want to know all about the American way of life. Now, you can make a wonderful new acquaintance simply for the cost of a postage stamp. And all you have to do is this. If you are between the ages of 16 and 60, just drop a line to Letters Abroad, 45 East 65th Street, New York, 21 New York, stating your age and your principal interest. And also, please enclose a stamped, self-addressed envelope. Letters abroad will then put you in touch with an interesting correspondent overseas. 